have now tuned in to A100 Savage. What's up, guys? It's A100 Savage, and today we are talking about the boy Kodak Black. Yeah, you know I mean, Kodak Black, bro, you already know he is he's solid, bro. When he wants to bring a vibe, he's gonna bring a vibe, like we all know. And this is uh, something I slept on. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I definitely slept on this album. Uh, it came out February 25th, 2022. That means it's just, it was like just a few months ago, bro. It was like right there, bro. And he came out and I, I seen it come out and I seen it on the charts. And the only thing I was really like, like interested in hearing was Super Gremlin. I was so stuck on that song. So I didn't actually check out the actual album. So this is this is me redeeming myself saying, you know what, I listened to the album. I bumped it from beginning to end, from track one to track 19. You know what I'm saying? Like I listened to every single one of those. So I do, I definitely want to give it a solid review. Let's get into this. So the first song is called "Let Me Know." Very solid song. Obviously, you know you you gotta you gotta leave a solid or something interesting in the first beginning, so we can get past that to the next song and the next song and the next song. It really sets the tone of the album based off of how the first three songs are, and this is how this one went. "Back for Everything." Obviously, the album is called "Back for Everything." I don't even know if I said it in the beginning, but if you don't know, it's Kodak Black "Back for Everything." And that came out February, February 25th, okay? So, Back for Everything is an actual song. I, I like when, uh, like, movie titles will end up in the actual movie where they're like, yo, I think this is a blah, it's the name of the movie. I like that name drop shit. So, for him to use that in, in his album play to where it's like, all right, Back for Everything, and I got a song called Back for Everything, and it's number two. Um, and then you got grinding all season fire song grinding all season. You know what I'm saying? Definitely my, my favorite song of the actual album smackers. I would say it's a good song. It's just not my cup of tea. It's not something I really like as much as on everything on everything back for everything. It's kind of like saying, yo, I'm so interested in the, the, I'm so invested. I mean, not interested. I'm so invested into my album. I'm going to lay name, my name, drop my own album in the album titles, as well as have a, another reference to it being on everything, no matter what I'm coming for everything, no matter what. And that is a cool part that I really like and enjoy when I see that also integrated because he didn't have to do that you know what i'm saying on everything solid song fucking love it uh purple stamp you know what i'm saying i didn't really make it all the way through that song that was a skip for me midas touch very solid song really loved it brought the vibe back for me sink my ship usain boo and vulnerable free cool you know what i'm saying fire and what i like about uh about his album is he doesn't need a lot of big name motherfuckers to be on his album for his album to be the shit. Because he, he got literally one feature on this whole album. Take You Back featuring Lil Durk. Fire Song. That's track 15. So you're already invested from track 1 all the way to track 14. Before you even hear another voice even on the album. What I like about it. this is This is what I truly love about it. This gives me Wayne vibes because when the Carter three drops, it was literally him and very few artists, but it was a lot of him. 
Carter too, a lot of him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's had many albums where you hear more of him than you hear other people. Other people can't really like when you when you listen to new artists like um like they try and do it every now and then with newer artists too. They're trying not to put too many too many people on there because we want you to hear him and have the focus be on him. Like they did Little Pump, you know, his name was Little Pump. The album was called Little Pump. It was easier to break it. It's it's easier to break out people like that, and this is no exception. You know what I'm saying? Like Kodak Black, back for everything. He's already in the industry and he's using the same techniques of like, yo. When I put out an album, I want you to hear me. I don't want you to hear 12, 13 other motherfuckers saying whatever they're talking about. I want you to hear me. And that's what I love, bro. I, that's, a cool, that's a cool thing is to be able to, for them to hear you, you know? Um, and then you got, okay, so like, then you got Elite Division. And you got, let me see, hold on. I almost played the, played the album. Elite Division, also Omega. Omega was a song that I was just trying to play right now fire hitting houses you already know what that's about you know what i'm saying love isn't enough take you back featuring little dirk that's track 15 he loved the streets super gremlin i'm still stuck in that song i don't know why as soon as i hear the song come on i don't even i don't even think about skipping it it's one of the ones i can literally listen to it over and over and over again and i have because it's a fire song and that's why it got me stuck on that. And then other things on the charts kind of like, kind of like took me away from it. And then, then it, then it was gone. It was just a song up there. Other albums came out. So and then you got, let's see. I wish fire song, super fucking fire love and war. Like bro, love and war is the last song in the album. And the way he wraps up the album is is one of a kind. You know what I'm saying? When you when you're thinking about when you think about Kodak Black, like okay, either you're a super fan or you're one of those people who are like ah, I'm like I don't like I don't like the way he raps. I don't like this. I don't like that. Me, I've never been that type of person. I've been the person where like if you sound unique, I kind of want to hear more from you to see if you if it's just that or like like when I heard Lil Boozy for the first time, it was just Boozy. The way he sounded then is how he sounds now. Period. Right. You know, Lil Webby. Lil Webby sounded a certain way, and then he sounds the same now. There's there's different people who have that type of progression, and they, they start unique voices and sounding like very like ambient in their voice, and that's how they rock the whole time. That's how I feel about about uh, uh, Kodak Black. Except he has layers of that same ambient singing that he does. He does the rap boom, boom, boom a certain way. And then he'll do like uh like that, those those really low, deep tones and shit. And I was trying to ruin it for you by trying to sing every one of his songs. And you'd be like, oh yeah, I get what you're saying. It's it's just you know that there's layers to kind uh, to uh Kodak Black. There's layers. There's what he'll give you on the radio, there's what he'll give you on the album, as well as in-betweeners. And that's how his album went. From 1 to 10, if I'm going to give this a solid rating and say, like, you know what, I'm going to fuck with it, I'm going to give it 8.5 out of 10. It's not a, quite a 9. It's definitely not quite an 8. So I landed at 8.5 because I would say there was only one skip in there for me. That's kind of like what it cranked down to, boom. And there was only, only like only like one thing I was like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like eh, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I felt. 
uh, some of these songs. Just like there's some not not that it was a skip, but it wasn't like one I could listen to entirely all the way through. And that was more towards like the end of the album. Obviously, more like past the little Dirk verse, and that's it. It's you know what I'm saying like that's that's where it was. I know you probably don't know what the fuck I'm saying because you're like, oh, wait, I'm trying to catch what you're saying, but just listen to the album. If you haven't fucking listened to the album, you'll understand what I'm talking about when you get through it and you're like, you know what? I can agree with an 8.5 out of 10. I mean, I want to sit here and break it down and explain to you why it's an 8.5 out of 10 instead of a 9 or an 8. I mean, I rate things weird sometimes, and that's how I rated it. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely a solid album. Solid listen all the way through. Only had one skip. I'm not even going to repeat the song, what its song was called, because if I do, then you'd be like, damn, every time you hear it, you might want to skip. I want you to give, I want you to have your own personal personal opinion about whether you like the album or not. Or if there was a skip, and if it was a skip, what was your skip? You know what I'm saying? Like, not every every album is going to have a skip. And that's the good thing because those are the those are ones where you're like, I can't even complain. This shit is a, a ten out of ten. You know what I'm saying? Like there's not many that are ten out of tens. It's usually nines. A lot of strong nines. But ten is like that you mean it's perfect. It's entirely perfect from beginning to end. Not one beat, not one lyric, not one fucking nothing that you didn't like about it, nothing that you could have did better, nothing, just perfect, flawless victory. There's not many, in my opinion, that are 10 out of 10s. There's a lot of 8s, 9s, 7s, and a couple 6s and 5s. I usually don't listen to those, but there's a couple albums I could be like, I mean, I, I, why would I give my personal review if I'm just going to tell you you completely fucking suck in your trash? That's, that's, that's just not in my shit. Unless you hit me up or like, yo. If there's a rough critique, I want you to give me a rough critique. If it's just if it's something you actually liked, I want you to tell want you to tell me what you actually liked about it. I could understand that. But for me to just you don't know I don't know you for shit and I just listened to your album and I didn't enjoy it, I'm not gonna slam you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be like, Oh bro, that shit was trash, I'll give you a four. You know <laughs> Even if you do deserve a fucking four, I'm just I, I'm just not gonna do it. Usually I will be able to skip those albums where I'm not going to even be stuck with that decision of 1 through 10 giving you a 4. So I like to keep it anywhere between 6s to 10s. If I give you a 5, that's like me giving you a 1 in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's mainly 6s, 7s, and 8s, and 9s. And sometimes every motherfucking now and then it'll be a 10 out of 10. Not even my my boy Eminem gets a 10 out of 10. There's There's definitely not something... That I give out just frivolously. Like here, 10 out of 10. Nothing could have been better. Absolutely nothing. 10 out of 10. There's just, it's really hard. It's really hard to give that 10 out of 10. Getting back to Kodak Black, uh, Back for Everything. It's been out since February. If you haven't listened to it by now, you were one of me. You're sleeping on it. You're passed out. You sound crazy because... Even if it's not your cup of tea and you don't even fuck with it, definitely give it a listen to see if it's any better than the last time you heard it. That's what music is about. People will listen to one thing and they'll be like, oh, that's dope. And the thing is dope forever. Oh, that's trash. And now they're trash forever. Until, like, this is how I used to, uh, like, when I used to do music, I used to play a song. And I wouldn't say shit. I'd just be like, tell me what you think about this. 
boom didn't say nothing just play the song play it there he goes boom by the end of it you'll get a true critique he'll be like oh that was pretty good that was good and he'll be like well what what about the song didn't you like though and they'll tell you like oh man like i mean there was one part here that kind of like just and one part there that you could have like uh you know that's going to take it from that 10 out of 10 to an 8 to a 7 depends on how many complaints about the song that they have if they have just every type of complaint then you need to go back to the drawing board you shouldn't even say that it's yours and just keep it fucking moving but if they only have strong credit uh, criticism in certain areas that means you're on the right track then if they only have like a few things to say like ah it was like this and blah blah, blah and that was it then you got an 8 out of 10 situation. 8, 9, 10. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere between 8 out of 10. Boom. Otherwise, you're a 5 out of 7. And then anything below that, you, you shouldn't even say that it's you. Like, you should not be like, oh, yeah, that, that, that's me. That's dope. Because they're going to switch that shit so far back. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, it was dope. And be like, bro, like, it's good. Like, yeah. nah, fuck that. Your shit sucked. And you need to hear that it sucked. That's why it's not always good to show it to people that already know it's you. You want to show it to somebody that you know is that they know that you that you don't rap or anything. They just all of a sudden got to hear one thing, and you're like, "Yeah, that was me." And it always feels better when you're there. Someone's like, "Oh my god, that shit was fire, bro!" And then you hit them with a, "Yeah, that was me." Oh shit, bro, that's fucking crazy, bro. The conversations escalated to a whole nother level because they feel like they're damn near hanging out with a superstar. That's how that's how powerful music is. That's always the reactions. So with Kodak Black, I apologize for not listening to it right away. I was just stuck on Super Gremlin, and I'm I'm satisfied for the album and this is not even a person that's a fan of Kodak Black this is just a person that's heard the hits on the radio and that's pretty much the extent of Kodak Black besides whenever Cardi B came out and they were like oh yeah 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 she was like oh yeah Bodak Yellow is written from boom uh no flocking and then I fucking listened to No Flocking. That was like the de- dexterity. I probably went into a small little YouTube wormhole to find out what was going on and see what else I missed through those little things. And that was it. That was that. That was fucking done. It's good to actually hear an actual album from beginning to end and give it my honest critique. It's been an honor. If you want your if you want your music reviewed by me, definitely hit us up real a 100 savage at gmail.com i appreciate you thank you favorite the podcast make sure you share with your friends and i'm out peace